Rise with India podcast on ET Now. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the daily morning update from ET Now and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 31st of August. India may see a third wave of the COVID-19 pandemic peaking between October and November if more virulent strains of the virus than the existing ones emerge in September. But the intensity of that wave is expected to be much lower than the second wave, according to Manindra Agrawal, who is an IIT Kanpur scientist and part of a three-member team that is tasked with predicting potential surges in the infection based on mathematical models. Manindra's team accurately predicted the first and the second wave of the pandemic. Currently, the number of cases in India hover around the 45,000 mark, with most of the cases emerging from Kerala. In an update from the primary market, ride-hailing startup Ola has selected banks including Citigroup, Morgan Stanley and Kotak Mahindra Bank to manage its Mumbai initial public offering that could raise as much as $1 billion. In regulatory news, the RBI has issued directions related to compensation of senior private sector bank officials. It said yesterday that the fair value of equity-linked incentives paid to chief executive officers, full-time directors and other key functionaries by private sector banks should be recognized as an expense during the relevant accounting period. In news in the automotive space, India could offer partial customs duty relief to electric vehicle maker Tesla and has sought the company's detailed plans for investment in the country. That's a report by the Economic Times that quoted unnamed sources. Now, the government may limit overseas investment in state-owned Life Insurance Corporation of India at 20% at par with that for most public sector banks. This as regulations are fine-tuned ahead of what is expected to be a mammoth IPO pegged at 1 lakh crore rupees. In international news, Pfizer and BioNTech's COVID-19 shot got the backing of key US health advisors, putting the vaccine on the cusp of a final sign-off that would help the government and business push wider adoption. Key U.S. health bodies voted unanimously in favor of the two-dose regimen in people that are 16 years and older. Elsewhere, South African scientists said that they identified a new coronavirus variant that has a concerning number of mutations. And meanwhile, a study in Israel found a third booster shot appeared to significantly curb a Delta-led surge in cases and prevent severe illness. And EU countries voted to reimpose restrictions on non-essential travel from the United States. In other international news, the United States military has pulled out of Afghanistan after 20 years of military occupation in that country. And finally, China will limit the amount of time that children can play video games to just three hours on most weeks as part of its ongoing regulatory crackdown to make sure that the world is a better place, at least ostensibly. Gaming platforms Tencent and NetEase, for example, among others, can only offer online gaming to minors from 8pm to 9pm on Fridays, weekends and public holidays. 
Escalating restrictions on the lucrative gaming business are likely to spook investors who had cautiously returned to Chinese stocks in the recent days. Xi's campaign, calling for common prosperity, has intensified in recent weeks, with agencies vowing to step up tax enforcement, crack down on labor abuses, and take action against fan culture in the entertainment industry. And with that, it's over to Rohit Singh for the trade stuff for the day in India. Morning, Rohit. How are we looking today? Good morning, Alex. Setting aside all the hesitations of the past, markets went on to scale new highs beyond 16,950 at the start of the new week. This has turned out to be the best day in almost a month for Nifty. Bank Nifty 2 ended higher as it played catch-up. Some experts are calling this a breakout rally, but we could see some profit booking at these levels too. The Nifty Midcap Index posted its best day in over six months. The measure of volatility is around 13, and the options data indicates the market range has widened up to 17,200. Sectorally, IT was the only soft spot, while the rest of the market staged an uptrend. Institutional investors were net buyers with FIS buying shares worth about 1,200 crore rupees, while DII is lapping up shares close to 700 crore rupees. FIS have managed to carve out a net buy figure for the month. On Wall Street, tech shares fired up markets to another all-time high. Stocks found reassurance in Fed Chairman's comment at Jackson Hole last week that rates could stay low for now. Brent prices jumped 11% last week ahead of Hurricane Ida's landfall in Louisiana on Sunday. Let's tell you about some active stocks this morning. Bharat Forge has denied news reports that Tesla is in talks for component supplies. The shares of Sona Comstar, Bharat Forge and Sundar Tech had rallied over this news report. Maruti has confirmed that it intends to hike prices across the models, but the quantum of the hike has not been decided yet. Airtel's Sunil Mittal has said that the company has run out of patience and will start raising tariffs progressively. It will be looking at a threshold of 99 rupees for entry customers as against the existing 79 rupees. Reliance Industries is close to acquiring REC Group, the largest solar panel manufacturer in Europe, for about $1.2 billion from ChemChina. Some good news for Indian airline operators as the Aviation Ministry plans to unilaterally reduce foreign flying rights to UAE, Qatar and Germany. HSBC is in talks to buy the mutual fund arm of L&T Finance for up to 3,000 crore rupees to expand its asset management business in India. In some other news, Rakesh Jhunjhunwala's Rare Enterprises is investing in the family-promoted Cisco LED. ET now had reported this earlier in August. Nine companies including Aditya Birla AMZ and Utkarsh Small Finance are looking to raise about 12,500 crore rupees via IPOs in total in September. To recap, if Dalal Street enters a phase of consolidation, expect some sectoral churn. Also later today, the April to June GDP number could turn out to be a record rebound on benefits from low base year for last year. That's all from my end. Thank you for listening in. Wish you all a profitable day ahead. It's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Rohit. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. The Rise with India podcast on ET Now.